Welcome to El Governor of the Podcast. As always, I am Abdullah, and my guest today is Introduce Yourself. Hi, I'm Ashley Bisky. So, first question is the obvious one How did you get started? Um, in acting in general? I mean, in general, yes. Um, well, I've been acting since I was a kid, and I got my background in theater and musical theater. Um, I love plays, I love singing like life is grand and beautiful and rainbows and sunshine but then that segued into doing a lot of on-camera work um I do a lot of print modeling and then when I made my way to California um I was like well you know I've always been a huge nerd and a big kid so why not try voice acting and I'm a firm believer in you know try everything because you never know you may be good at it all you know what I mean and so I was like wait a minute I'm I'm good at this and yeah it's been smooth sailing since and how did you get involved in Genshin um so I played Genshin the moment it came out and I loved the game I thought it was super cool and I was like man this would be super cool to get in but um it just never happened and so I'm really good friends with a lot of the Sumeru crew people and so when they got in, I auditioned for every character in Sumeru Crew that was that was a female. And then I saw my friends got it, and I was like, oh my god, I got I got to pull for my friends, you know? And so I started playing it again because I had taken a break. And I started pulling for my friends, and then all of a sudden, uh, Layla happened across. And usually when you get auditions that you really want to be in, sometimes you can get in your head, and you're like doing too many takes and you're like oh I don't know if this is perfect by the time I got Layla I think that was like the however many characters they have I was like you know what I'm just gonna do whatever the hell I want like yeah I see the specs but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna finesse this and it worked so it was just hey this is something I'm familiar with most of my friends are in it why not audition for it is basically what I'm getting basically And just, you know, sometimes we get into our head and we lose like the creativity and the fun of it. And I was just like, you know, at this point, if I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. I don't I'm I wasn't that invested in it anymore. I wasn't like, oh, my God, I need to have this. It was just like, I'm going to have fun with this. You know, auditioning is the job. Booking the role is the vacation. That's a great quote. Auditioning is the job. Booking is the vacation. Yep. (laughs) And uh, what are some of your favorite lines? Oh, I think <laughs> um, one of my favorite lines is when uh, she dies. <laughs> when she dies, um, because she's like, oh, sleep, sleep at last. And then when she gets hurt, she's like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, oh, you little sweet, precious baby. And then when you meet her, my other favorite line is when you meet her, um, for those of you that did get to and those of you unfortunately didn't get to partake in the the fungi frenzy event when you meet her she's like oh hi i'm Layla. i don't have any special skills or talents or anything and i'm like oh but those are my faves she's a very kale character like very similar to kale and and, you know similar (laughs) you know similar sweet bean character (laughs) yes she's such a sweet bean yeah, so <laughs> it's, 
Interesting that uh, you know they had like two sweet bean characters in the Samaro crew. Well, well, maybe three if you count. Yeah, Nehru, they so had the maybe... sweet bean who doesn't believe in herself at all, and then sleepwalks. Oh, that's right. Nilu is a Nilu is a precious bean. I would say a precious dancing bean. All voiced by uh, people of color, which is great. <laughs> Wonderful, right? Fantastic to see. Literally. Um, I think, if anything, it's so great that even though it's not that many, the fact that fans could see themselves, you know, and especially people who are aspiring um, to be in games like this, it's like, no, you can have it, you know, because now you see yourself there. Uh, it's it's funny you say that uh, some of your favorite lines are like her uh, basically dying because... <laughs> Whenever I ask, like, Genshin actors, like, oh, yeah, my favorite line is, like, the ultimate or whatever. But yours is like, no, I like it when, when she dies. <laughs> I do. And I find myself when I'm playing, I, like, start roasting her. Because she'll just be doing her little attack. And she'll be like, cold, mine's a command. And then I'll start copying her. And I'm like, oh, God, that's me. You know, like, I'm like, oh, wait, I'm roasting myself. That's That's me. I'm the one saying it. But oh my gosh, her dying lines are hilarious to me. I, I think my favorite dying line is is uh, Zhang Li's uh, "Even bedrock can turn to dust," which I know bedrock. <laughs> I know bedrock is a is a type of rock, but you know, as someone who grew up watching uh, the Flintstones, all I can think of when he says that is oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, all, all I can think of when he says that is um, bedrock from the Flintstones getting nuked for some yes. reason. <laughs> Yes. Oh. Oh man, it's like yeah. Even even bed. You know, you know, shit's getting real when bedrock is being nuked. Exactly. Like, what the hell is going on? But it, it's just, I, it's, it's one of those lines that makes me laugh for no reason because again, it's, it's Keith Silverstein and he's like very serious and it's like, come yeah. on, man, like, come yeah. on, like, how could you not laugh at that? Uh, and uh, outside of outside of voiceover, what are some of your favorite hobbies? Oh, I love to eat. Um, I'm a foodie. I love to go. My love language is food at this point. Um, I love to go to different restaurants. I love culturally ethnic food and just oh, eat, 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 eat. I also love to watch a K-drama. Um, I love Korean dramas so much. Uh, I think we've lost here in America. We used to be like the leaders in rom-coms. We kind of lost that. And now to make up for that, because I used to be a big rom-com girl, um, I watch K-dramas because they're fantastic. They they just understand it. And then I live near a beach. So I love, love to go to the beach as well and walk my puppy. Uh, have you ever gotten a chance to do any dub dubbing for K-dramas? I have, but not for K-dramas. Um, but I've done quite a bit of live dubbing for... Um, I've done some German live dubs. I've done I've done a lot of Brazilian live dubs. Um, Hispanic live, live dubs. Um, Russian as well. I do a lot of Russian live dubs as well, but no K-dramas yet. Is there any specific... Um a series that you want to be a part of whether it be an anime or animation that you would love to be on like a, a like hey this is something i'm interested in you know 
how can I be a part of this? Or are you just like, okay with getting whatever, whatever, whatever um, floats your boat? I'm literally, I used to be like, oh my God, I have to be in this. But at this point, I'm like, you know, whatever's meant for me is meant for me. I, I try to say that I don't work for this career. This career has to work for me. And I'm just grateful for every opportunity that ever comes out of my way, well, comes my way. And the moment I try to go outside of myself and like push to make like force things to happen is when like you feel frustration. But there are things that I would like lose my mind, like career high if I if it ever happened. Um, love is hard for otaku. I absolutely adore um, I'm a Sailor Moon girl as well. I Sailor Moon was my gateway drug into anime uh, back in the 90s. And even though they're finished, if they ever did a reboot of any sort or anything, I would love to be in Sailor Moon um, in any capacity whatsoever. I mean, you never know. I mean, uh, they, they keep bringing back Dragon Ball for for whatever reason. <laughs> so That's maybe... Very- yeah. So, so maybe they'll bring back Sailor Moon in some capacity. I don't know. Like they keep they keep bringing back all That's these a good point. All these old shows for no reason yeah. because it's like nostalgia. Do you remember this exactly. thing? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, but the thing is, they know, especially with these shows that are so popular, like with Bleach, um, One Piece is still going on, never ending. Naruto turned into Baruto. Um, Sailor Moon. It's in Dragon Ball. Like. Because they know those shows are so nostalgic, regardless of any any way they spin it to like bring it back out, they know it's going to be a hit because people are going to want to see it. Oh, yeah. I mean, those shows have massive fan bases. But I think that we're starting to see a changing of the guard because I noticed that those shows aren't as popular as they once were. Like, I, I see... I see a lot more Attack on Titan and my hero, my hero stuff now than I see Dragon Ball stuff. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just uh, something I've noticed because a lot of people are like, you know, are more into Attack on Titan and Jujutsu Kaisen and all these other shows. I love Attack on Titan. I was a manga reader. And, oh, another show I would love to be in, My Hero Academia. I love My Hero Academia so much. I think it's a great show. I mean that that's pretty much past now because I think the manga is almost over and all the all the roles that have been cast have been cast. Are they so. gonna? Was <laughs> so the manga never gonna? It's gonna end. Yeah, they're in the final act. It's almost I over. I thought it was be like a shonen type. Yeah, hmm. it's, it's almost over. <laughs> Maybe it is over. I don't know. I haven't kept up with it, but last I checked, Not like me. they're in the they're they're in the final battle, the final arc. So yeah, oh, all the cast. Yeah, it's pretty short, shockingly. Yeah. <laughs> like usually these things last a lot longer, but it's like, nope, you know, I'm 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 done. You know, I've exactly. I've... <laughs> I've... Like if you if, if we think about like Attack on Titan, that show took forever to finish. Yeah, but I, but that was because uh different studios, I mean it's crazy to me that MAPPA was the only studio that was willing to do Attack on Titan, the final part, because no other studio would touch it. They're like, no, we're not, we don't want to do this anymore. Because <laughs> it was just, it was just that much of a, that much of a nightmare to work on. So that that's why it took forever. But the, I, but that's why like the, the what do you call it? The, 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 it kept going even after the manga ended and all those, all those, yeah. 
all the all the anime all the anime only people were like frustrated because all the manga people had already read the ending and they're like it it's yep. shit <laughs> yep yep <laughs> so you know you you had that whole dichotomy where you have like the manga people smugly you know telling all the anime only people it's like oh yeah the ending shit by the way so don't get your hopes up yeah oh man yeah so no, that was that was fun but but uh, yeah but uh, that's what i've noticed like but but i mean in general i think what i've noticed is like there's a lot more demand for anime now than there was back when i was a, a teenager like because back oh, when i was 100 a... i'm like i kind of feel like they made anime cool now like animes animes no longer looked down upon you know when when i was like a teenager and growing up like only the nerds watched anime i mean i was watching anime i was like watching anime given my computer viruses because you really couldn't watch it anywhere unless you're watching it on like toonami or anything but like now all the cool kids are watching anime yeah it's it's crazy that um everyone knows what anime is it's like oh you don't have to explain it to anybody it's like oh yeah i know what that is and like okay cool you know (laughs) it's like it's like it's no longer it's no longer that niche thing that um that only nerds (laughs) that that only nerds were into God, remember the yes. days of anime clubs? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh, I'm aging myself. God, it's like anime clubs. It's like, my goodness. I, I can't, like, looking back at those things, it's like, oh yeah, anime clubs are a thing, you know, where. <laughs> God, I remember in college, like, looking at flyers and someone had put up a flyer for, like, an anime club, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> Like I'm, I mean, I'm a nerd, but I ain't that big of a nerd. <laughs> no, this is too nerdy for me. <laughs> same, same, same. I was like, I'll just go home, and I had like a VHS player, and I would like record episodes of Inuyasha whenever it would play at night, just in case I fell asleep. And so I would just be like, time to watch my Inuyasha anime. What are some of your favorite shows? Sailor Moon, of course. Um, I like a lot. So it's so funny. I love a magical girl anime, which is Sailor Moon. But then I love like a psychological thriller, kind of gory type anime as well. Like I loved um, Tokyo Ghoul is one of my favorites. The manga's fantastic. The anime I loved as well. Um, of course, Full Metal Alchemist. And Brotherhood. I like both of them, believe it or not. Um, Attack on Titan, Parasite the Maxim, Psychopaths, um, Death Parade. Like, it's like, oh, wow, sunshine over here. But then it's like dark and death over here. But I love, oh, Death Note. Like, I just, yeah, I love, I love a lot of dark anime. So what I'm getting is that you have two sides to you. It's like you have all the cutesy, girly stuff, but then you have all the, like... (laughs) The the flip side yes. of all the all the hardcore <laughs> edgy edgy shit. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's great! I love it. I love the I love the dichotomy. It's it's literally the <laughs> it is literally the uh, inside you. There are two wolves battling for supremacy. Me. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> I love that. It's it's interesting to have uh, different tastes because uh, whenever someone meets meets you for the first time, you're like, oh, I didn't know you were into th- this stuff. Okay. Right. Like, 
when you meet me, you're like, oh, of course she likes magical girls. And then I put on like the most unhinged anime ever. And they're like, oh my God, you're watching this? And I'm like, yeah, this is great TV. This is great. But was there ever a point where you had someone over and you're like, hey, let's watch an anime and, and, and you end up watching something and then just end up rolling their eyes and they just look at you like, you like this, right? <laughs> you like this? I think, let, me, let me think. Oh, so like me and my younger sister, we love anime. And my mom, she she knows we like anime, but she's never really paid attention to it. And she knows like Sailor Moon, all that stuff. But um, she lost her mind. We put on an episode of Attack on Titan, and it was when the Titans invaded the wall, and they were, like, wreaking havoc and, like, grabbing people and just eating them. And she was like, oh, my God, what are you watching? She was like, oh, oh this is horrible. Oh, good times. Oh, that's that's great. I, I love <laughs> I love it whenever, whenever you're watching something, and and then and then it, then someone always walks in at the most awkward moment, and they're like, "What are you watching? What are you watching?" It's like I I kind of want I kind of wanted that to happen with like I don't know if you've seen Heavenly Delusion, but I kind of want to see. Oh, no, I haven't. Oh, it's a great anime. It's it's very dark and. It's very dark and very depressing, but I think it's like one of my one of my favorite shows that came out last year. And uh, okay, I'm adding that to my list. You haven't seen it? Oh man, it's great. It's one of my favorite shows, truly. But it's like really depressing and ver- and has very adult themes. So I'm just <laughs> I just kind of picture myself like, mm-hmm. what if what all all I can think of when I was watching certain scenes is like someone walking in and being like, "What are you watching?" <laughs> you know? That reminds me of like berserk like berserk is very like even the manga like uh that talk about dark that was dark yeah i mean berserk is oh berserk is a lot you know (laughs) yes it it is it is one of those things where i i understand if it's too much for some people but i do think that it is one of those stories that you should you should read because it is like one of of my favorite mangas yeah, like time. one of the greatest betrayals, truly. Like it was, yeah, it's great, but very much like mm, mm, maybe one time. Yeah, it's, especially if you're watching like the anime and you're like, oh boy, that's yes. that's, a, that's a downer. But oh well, it's like, did they make any more? Not really. Yes. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, they did, but uh, we don't talk about Berserk 2016. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Outside of uh, outside of like vid- video game, uh, outside of anime and all that other all that other nerdy stuff, and uh, walking your dog, uh, <laughs> how else? How have you been spending? Uh, like, how do you approach uh, auditioning for stuff nowadays? Now that you've manage to like I'm, I'm guessing more people know who you are now thanks to stuff like Genshin and all the other stuff that you've worked on and you're getting like more recognizable like I'm kind of wondering like how do you approach auditions going forward now that you now that you've gotten um, a little uh, more work under your belt and more people are starting to know who you are well so the good thing about Genshin is it definitely what is like the clout machine right like 
because that game is so has such a diehard fan base and so widely known um that definitely puts you on like everyone's radar uh but i was working before that and in things that i think i mean were really cool to me but people don't care about um like i was the face of i don't know if you're familiar with like the ring doorbell um I was the I was the face of their marketing campaign for like two years. I was on a box. I was on like the the website, and I was like, "This is the coolest thing ever." Um, the Nutty Boy cartoon, I think, is probably one of my best pieces of work to me, just because of how like what it meant. Um, so it's like Genshin is great because people know who I am, but I still approach everything the same way, right? I don't treat anything like, "Oh, this is a make or break," you know, career move. Which they can be. Like, they can be like Genshin. They could put me on the map even more so. But it's like, I try to keep everything in the same vein. Like, whether this is a non-union spot or a SAG spot, whether this pays more, whether this pays less, they both get the same amount of energy because I treat every piece of work, no matter how big or small, as, like, the best thing ever. Um so when I approach auditioning, I try to keep that in mind. Like nothing is too small. Like nothing is too, like not worth my time. If I want to do it, then it is worth my time, regardless of how much, how big it is. Um, or whether people are going to care about it, it doesn't matter. If it makes me happy, then I'm going to put in that same amount of energy, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a good attitude to have. I think it is, you know, like you said, Genshin is great because more, a lot more people know who you are now that, you know, because of Genshin and, and what have you. But, you know, that's that's that can only that's yeah. not going to, like, sustain you forever. You know, you got to keep doing other stuff. Otherwise, like, you're going to stagnate. And once you stagnate, then, yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, but but I mean, it's it's good to 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 keep hustling and bustling, especially after you know the, yeah. the after the craziness yeah. of uh, you know last year and what have you. Yeah, I think it's I think it's just good for actors to diversify their portfolios. I I for one don't like I said I like to try everything because who's to say I'm good at I'm not good at it all. And then if I try something and it doesn't work out, okay, now I know. Now I can put all my energy into the things that do work. But when you diversify yourself, especially as an actor in the entertainment business, I mean, we just saw like strikes happen. Um, mind you, I do on camera work. So that affected that portion of my life, whereas I was able to still do voice acting. Now, there are people who only do on camera work and they weren't able to do anything. So I tried to diversify myself to where if one thing is lacking, I know the other half is always going to make up for that and one I just think it makes me a better actor I think a lot of actors learn one portion of the craft whereas you should just learn to be a good actor and that will translate into every area of your work yep I mean it is important to to not only diversify your profile but diversify the quality of your work because And and I've said this before, like people look at voiceover and think, oh, it's just cartoons and anime. But no, yeah. it's not. It is, it's narration, it's audiobooks, it's like e-learning and all this other stuff. It's promo, but that but that stuff isn't like glamorized mm -hmm. as as a, as anime and cartoons. So people don't don't think don't don't take it that don't take it seriously. But I'm like, 
look, man, I've talked to people who only do promos and they're making a lot of money because promo. Oh, they're making, they're making more than, they're making more than like, I mean, we think if we want to be real, like, oh, everyone looks at like Genshin or all these other JRPG games, like, oh my gosh, they're so popular. They're so cool. The person who you don't even know their name, but they're doing the movie trailer for the, for Marvel is making way more than all of us combined. Yep. Yeah, it's it's crazy. <laughs> it's it's really like people just don't, don't just don't see that. It's, it's such a, an and I mean it's truly social media's fault because the more notoriety you have, it's assumed that you are more successful than somebody else when that's not even the case. Sometimes people who aren't even on social media are the best at what they're doing. But I just think it's just it's social like the, the clout machine definitely makes you think people are you know, doing better than what, basically what they're showing you, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I've said this before, but I just cannot stand looking at Instagram anymore because I don't, I don't like looking at the best parts of a person's life. I'm like, I don't, I don't like that. It's like, yeah. eh, it's fake. I don't like that. It's it's gross. It's fake. It's, eh, it's icky. It's like. Fake it till you make it. Yeah, it's definitely fake it till you make it. Yeah, and I just and I just don't like that. And you know, all the other social media sites have gone to hell, so there's no point in 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 being there anymore. But oh. but uh, but but you know, I still see a lot of cat. I, I still see a lot of people tell me like, oh, you know, if you're if you're going to be in the arts or what have you, or for whatever thing, it's like, oh, you got to be on social media to promote your stuff. But it's like. How can I promote my stuff when the algorithm is broken and I'm constantly fighting to get to get seen, you know? Yep. Yep. That's literally the belly of the beast. It's we have to use it for our careers. And then it's like, well, okay, well, I'm using it for my career, but how do I even make the people that matter even see it? So it's just it's constant. It's a constant thing. And and I, I remember talking to someone a couple of days ago and we were I they were just asking me like, you know, about you know, what about my podcast and all the people I've had on and he, he made a great point in that, okay, how many of the people you've had on have actually shared your stuff on social media? Not a lot. And it's like, yeah, I mean, and that's kind of a problem because, and I told him like, I can't, you know, I can't control what, what shows up on their feed or not. Like all I can do is like, Hey, you know, I can just post the links and tag them in it and that's it. You know, I can just like, Hey, and that's it. And if they see it, they see it. And if they don't, they don't. And it's like, well, what what else am I going to do? That's why, like, I, what I started doing yeah. now, that's, like, what I started doing now was just, like, commissioning artists to do, like, thumbnail artwork. And then so I can just, like, tag the artist. And then the artist sees it. And then they retweet oh. it. And then and that gets more traction. Because <laughs> sometimes the... That's the, interesting. Because sometimes, like, the... the Because um, sometimes the actor doesn't get to see to, to, to see the post, and I get real upset about it, but I'm like, I worked real hard on this. I want people to hear it. But then, you know... You know uh, I, yeah. But, but then, well, like... That's an, smart. Sometimes you have to find a way to cheat the system. Yeah, I know. And it's like, I, I it's it's finding a way to cheat the system. And sometimes you get lucky, and sometimes, you know, the, the, the person will see it, and then they'll retweet it or whatever. And it's like, okay, cool. But then but that rarely happens and even then it's like okay fine but that's like one episode what about the other episodes that i've worked on it's like and people just always come up to yeah. me and say people always come up to me and be like oh man i had no idea you were doing this show well yeah because every time i try to promote it you you don't get to see it because the algorithm is screwed up you know? yeah yeah oh 
So, so people have this, have this um, notion that, oh, you know, I'm not as, so it looks like I'm not as successful as the other people who do interview shows because they, you know, that the algorithm yeah. works, it works in their favor where it doesn't work in, yep. in my favor. So it's, it's a whole mess and I, and I hate it, but it is what it is. What can you do? That's true. And even, even as an actor, like, you know, you work on a lot of stuff. You can, you can work on, you can book a project that you're really proud of. And then you get that, you get that email or, or that notification or whatever saying, Hey, you can talk about this thing. And, and you're just like, okay, yeah. cool. And then you, you post it up and saying, Hey, I'm the voice of so-and-so in this thing. I'm real proud of it. And then you get like, not, not much engagement, but then, but then you post something Genshin related. And then that gets like thousands upon thousands of, of views or yep. what have you. And it's like, oh, God, I hate this. Yep. I hate this. <laughs> I just, I just hate like what social media has done to, to not, to, to not only people in general, but like it's made it harder for people to promote stuff that, that should be easy to promote, but you know, it is what it is. And, you know, you can't, you know, can't do anything except like try to find, try to work the system, I guess. Exactly. Eventually your audience will find you regardless. The people that you're meant to engage with will always find their way to you. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm at that point where it's like it's it's getting real frustrating because like it's like now it's like I'm I'm recording episodes and now I'm like having having to wait extra to for the artist to finish up their <laughs> the thing I commissioned them to do. So I was like, hey, no, have you get I've gotten this done yet? Because I need to I need this done, yeah. and it's like, ugh, and it just becomes even more of a nightmare. And I'm I'm at that point where I I legitimately don't know. Like it's, it's, I'm stuck in like a rock between a rock and a hard place right now because like I love doing this show and like I still want to like keep pushing myself, but I like it's becoming harder Dang. and harder and it's become, it's, it's, it's just like starting to become real frustrating. It's like I'm not, it's not like I'm burnt out or anything. It's like it's just becoming more frustrating because like I'm, I feel like I'm putting my heart and soul out to the world and no one is listening. If that makes sense. I'm sorry you feel that way. You sound like an actor. Actually, you actually sound like an actor. I know. Oh. I, I know. And every time I tell someone, it's like, hey, now you know what it's like to be a voice actor. Cause... Ah, truly. Truly. <laughs> anyway, um, to, to change the subject so it's not all about me. So, um uh, have you gotten a chance to do any cons? In, <laughs> have you gotten a chance to do any cons in person? And if so, what has that experience have been like for you? Um, so I've been lucky enough to be invited to Anime Impulse. Um, I've done it three times. Um, in, in San Diego. Um, and twice in LA in the past like year and a half. And it's super fun. Um, I don't know how a lot of people do that every single weekend uh, because it's so much energy that I'm putting out because I want to make sure that everyone that meets me has like a great experience, right? First impressions are everything. And that's like what we're talking about social media and they fans of, of us have this perception of us based off what we show them on social media, but it's so different when you meet your heroes in person, right? And so I try to tell people, like, I'm actually a lot funnier and way more fun in person than I am online. 
and I'm not online a lot. So whenever people meet me in person, I'm like, try to be like the best friend. Like I'm your best friend. I'm so happy you came. I give people hugs. You know, I talk to them about the things they like because that's a lasting impression. That's a lasting impression. And I want people to always feel good every time they meet me. So I think my favorite part about the cons is definitely meeting fans because I'm always humbled by that, the fact that I have fans. Um, and especially when some of them are so nervous to meet me and I'm like, no, don't be nervous. We're friends here. Like you came to say hi. And I'm so, I'm so blessed that you came to see me. And so, yeah, that that's always, there's no feeling like it to just make someone's day. Cause that's why I do this. That's, that's a good uh, mindset to have. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's a, that's a good mindset to have because again, it's, it's a lot of people go to these cons to, to meet you guys and they want to have a good experience because you never know what someone's going through. And yeah, exactly. sure. Exactly. I mean, yeah, sure. There's always going to be those people who show up at the autograph, at the, at the, at the autograph place with like a suitcase full of like Funko pops yeah. or whatever to get signed so they can sell on eBay or what have you. And it's like, I don't, I don't understand that mentality, but it is what it is. And I hate it because it's like, it, yeah. it's just gross and I hate it. And it's like, do you want to meet the person or not? Cause I feel like this is very exploitative and I, I just like, come on guys. It's just, ugh. plus it holds up the line and that's why yeah. I hate it 100%. even more. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just, I, I just, ugh, I, I just don't like that. And but but yeah, I, I do feel like the, I, I do feel like you know talking to voice actors is different to talking to to on camera people because on with when I'm talking to on camera people, I always feel nervous because I'm like oh god I don't want to make like a bad impression because <laughs> it's like this is a, a big famous actor and what have you and you don't want you don't want to make a, 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 a terrible impression, but like when you're talking to a voice actor like you can talk to them about anything and they're just like yeah you <laughs> know it's like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> anything I feel like like I said I do like on camera stuff too and I feel like being a voice actor is the worlds are so different they're so different like especially on camera actors are a little different than voice actors um and just the community is very it's it's such a stark contrast oh yeah it's they're definitely a stark contrast because like Whenever you're talking to a celebrity, it's like, oh, you gotta like mind what you say, and you have all the pe- you have all the the people around you being like, okay, you know, don't talk about this, don't talk about that, hurry up, you know, don't 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 hold up the line or whatever. But you know, when you're talking to a voice actor, it's like, yeah, you know, I can I can have like a thirty or so so conversation with someone, especially like especially when they're just sitting alone at the booth and no one's there. It's like, yeah, you know, I. Yeah. Oh, that's that's the best when it's like, oh man, there's no one at the booth at their booth. Oh man, I, I can just right. like, <laughs> like I can just sit there and talk to them for like forty or so minutes, and no one will tell me to stop. And I oh, did, yeah, and, and I did yeah. that, and and uh, and I did that with um Annie Octo back when I met her at uh, OtakuCon back last oh, year. Anne is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I love Anne. Uh, it's it's so hilarious because like she had the whole she was decked out in the Raiden Shogun merch and I'm like yes you own that you own it. <laughs> she has she got these really cool shoes. I think they were like 
I forget what kind of shoes they were. I think they were like Nike Air Maxes. And she got them like custom ride in Shogun. And I was like, oh my God, I never thought of doing that. That's sick. I mean, well, I mean, she has to because like she's one of the best characters. Well, I mean, I... Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm, I, my bias is showing because I'm a huge Braden Shogun fan. <laughs> I love that character so much. He's one of my I favorites. Love, so. I think, I think, I think. Um, Raiden Shogun is my second fave Archon because I'm very biased and Nahida is my goddess for my region. And so I'm like, Nahida is my little goddess. She's my fave. And then it would be Raiden. You see, I'm kind of torn now because I'm not, you know, I'm someone who, again, I'm not, I'm not that big when it comes to uh, Genshin as characters. Like, I mean, I like them for... For like what do you call it? The their uses. It's like oh, this 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 character is like re- very overpowered, and I like them for that. I don't like yeah. Like very rarely do I like I do I like a character because of they're a character. It, it wasn't until like the Fontaine quest, and then it's like, god damn it! Like why do you make why did you make me care about these characters? <laughs> like, yeah, like I I'm very much I don't play Genshin correctly at all, and that's okay, but. <laughs> It sucks when you're trying to progress because then I'm like so behind because I try to get all the cute characters. Like I'm like, I want all the cute girls. And then I never cared about the men. Like the men were never doing it for me until Fontaine. And I was like, oh, they're a little different here. But other than that, I was like, I just want all the cute girlies. I have a cutie team. Uh, yeah, I mean, because Fontaine, like... um because I heard a lot of people talking about like how great the Archon quest for that was, and I was like, yeah, it can't be that good. And then I got to it, and I'm like, uh, I know like it's all just talking, but it's really like this is as good as Genshin is gonna get story wise. So <laughs> I was, I liked it, you know, I, you know, it was really, really good, <laughs> you know, and I did get a little teary eyed towards the end. So it's like, there you yeah. go. <laughs> But yeah, uh, the Fontaine arc is is great and what have you. It's it's uh, it's a lot of fun, and I ended up liking a lot more characters than I did, and I ended up having to spend extra money to pull for them. And then it's like oh, okay, no. and then it's like yeah, I gotta stop playing now because I, you know, once you start uh, spending even, one, once you I'm start spending one, I'm so behind. Oh, you're still behind? Yes, I feel. Actually, I'm I'm like. I'm at the very first quest for Fontaine, so I just made it to Fontaine. But oh. I'm very behind. Oh, thank goodness I'm no longer behind on someone. <laughs> so oh, I no. guess. I'm so behind. Because <laughs> I, spe- I sped run through the Sumeru quest, I sped run through the Fontaine quest, because I'm like, you know what? Because I... Because, you know, I'm balancing out Honkai and Genshin, and it's like, well... Oh, wow. <laughs> so it's like... So it's like, okay, I'm done with all the Honkai stuff. Now I got to play all the Genshin stuff before the next Honkai story stuff drops. And then I got to go back. And play. <laughs> oh, crazy. <laughs> this is my life now. It's crazy. Gosh. But yeah, it's, it's nice to know that I'm no longer behind on something. It's like, yes, I'm no longer behind when it comes to Genshin. Because that was one of the things I was worried about. Because... Oh. It's like I was so behind. I didn't, because I didn't leave Inazuma until like recently. Like it's like yeah, I was just stuck on Inazuma doing like side quests, and it's like you know what? I'm just gonna 
speed run through the through the Sumeru and Fontaine quests because I need to just get get these done because I'm never gonna get these done if I just keep sitting on them for another year and a half. <laughs> oh my gosh, and that game is just sometimes you can definitely get like Genshin burnout. It happens to me all the time. I'll get Genshin burnout and then I won't touch it for like three months and then I'll come back and play obsessively then get Genshin burnout again and then leave it alone and then come back. So we're currently in the Genshin burnout cycle for Ashley. But eventually, but, I, but I'm probably going to come back because I like the new characters that just dropped and I kind of want her because she reminds me of Bayonetta. Oh man, that that's what all I can think about when I when I see that character is like how how close I was to meeting her voice actress because she was scheduled to show up at a local con here, but she had to cancel at the last minute. And I'm like, oh man, <laughs> so oh. close. <laughs> man, so so weird to see like Claire Redfield as a as a Genshin character, but there yeah. you go. <laughs> there you go. Before I wrap this up, can you give us an update on what you're currently working on and where can people find you online? Um, So you can find me at Ash the Great. That's A-S-H-E, Ash the Great. Basically everywhere, um, there's either Ash underscore the Great on Twitch, Ash period the Great on Instagram, and just Ash the Great on Twitter. Um, Recently, I was in a Puma the voice of Dexter and Didi for Puma. Um, my character Leona just released for Nike, Goddess of Victory. Um, oh my God, what else? The one game I can't talk about that I'm in, but people know that I'm in it. Um, and then I have another game that's coming out um, maybe at the end of next month that I'll be able to announce. And then something else in April. So we shall see. Oh, also, I'm the voice of Elisa Echo in Punishing Grey Raven who was the new boss for Isla. So yeah, thanks for having me again. <laughs> a lot of, lot of gotcha games in that, in that I, resume. That is impressive. I, I Oh, and um, what is the other one that I'm in where I'm the robot? Um, Outer Plane, also a gotcha. Very cute. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I'm just, I mean, gotcha city, but it's so fun because they're so cute, but sucks because I have to fight to get my own characters. So, <sighs> hey man, you, you try balancing out three games because I'm currently playing like uh, Genshin, Honkai, and Cookie Run. Like, you try balancing out three gotcha oh, games. I love <laughs> Cookie Run. Cookie Run's the one gotcha that I'm like, I want to be in this freaking game so bad. Cookie Run, I want to be in so bad. They're just, I love cookie runs. So what's your favorite cookie before I go? Oh, uh, why, why you gotta put in me? Why you gotta put me on the spot <laughs> like that? <laughs> favorite cookie. <laughs> it's uh, what, what's the what's the dragon? Uh, Pattaya dragon is that what they're called? The dragon. Oh yeah. And it's only because he's voiced by my buddy Andrew Morgano. That's why. Oh. <laughs> You know what? That's fair because my favorite cookie is affogato cookie because I'm very good friends with Conrad Haynes. But I just love affogato cookie. And then cream unicorn cookie is voiced by my other very good friend, Joshua David King. Um, and then caramel arrow cookie is voiced by my friend Danny Chambers, who is Nilu. So like all my friends are in that. But the game, the cookie, the game is just so well done. And I think what Cookie Run Kingdom 
is doing even for their fan base. They're so engaging. They're always interactive. Like they let their actors just have fun. And I think like, like let our personality shine. They do the live streams, the Among Us. They did the last cookie standing, which was on YouTube. And it was so funny and so good. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, but, uh, oh, yeah, Afogado. Yeah, I remember I had Conrad Ton, I think, two years ago when, when that yeah. character came out. And he was great. Very nice guy. <laughs> yeah, he's so cool. Like, he just he just exudes cool guy. It's just he's so chill and laid back and I'm like, how are yes. you like how are you the scheming evil character? Exactly. Like I don't see it. <laughs> but yeah, I love Cookie Run. Man, you know, it's like again, because I've tried to get as many of the cast members as I as I can when it comes to Cookie Run. Every time like there's a new cookie announcement, I'm like, okay, who did the voice of this character and how do I get them <laughs> on the podcast to talk about this? Yes. So yeah, um, yeah, but Cookie Run is great. It's it's and it's and and the polls are not as terrible as as Genshin or Honkai. So there you go. <laughs> oh. Anyway, thank you so much for taking the time off to do this. This has been a wonderful conversation. And you know, if you ever want to come back, you know where to find me. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for having me. And hello and goodbye to everyone listening. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.